going to be taking us to go hunting. Okay, we're talking now. No, yeah, we're catching this. But I'm eating food. We just had a very good conversation and didn't record any of it. So, but no, I'm, I hit the record button. I'm eating You food. eat anyway. That's what a mukbang is for. That's Eat. Disgusting. <laughs> no, what were you saying? Mouthful of food. Go. No, I'm not doing an ASMR with food. Yeah, you want to hear them lips smack? No, okay, all right. All right. <laughs> what were we just talking about? I mean, shooting. Use that in a better plural than just say. Oh shooting. yeah, no. We see. Yeah, you that's go true. off of what your. I'm gonna story go was. off what, of what, what my. Did, what, what did you do this weekend? <laughs> All right, so really quick before we jump off to the intro, this is one of our like weird side topics that we try to record from time to time. So uh, recently I had some uh, long-term friends come out from work that I worked with about, shit, like 10 years ago. And Lynn what has- you, what, what did you work at these guys with? Uh, TELUS. Hmm. Yeah, I, I call center oh, work. Oh, yeah, the call center. Off yeah. Of, uh, Sahara, right? Yeah, Decatur and Sahara. Yeah. It's garbage. Still garbage <laughs> to this day, but whatever. So uh, they moved out to Cali a little while ago. They came out here, staying up in Mount Charleston. By the way, there's some really good hiking trails up there. Mm-hmm. Never showed up for us when we pulled up that little trails app thing. I forgot about the tra- I forgot about the trails app thing. Yeah, I remember it, that because I was very fuck. I forgot about that. It never brought up anything near Mount Charleston. And I was just flabbergasted. Um, so we'll check out some some hills up there. But it was gorgeous. Just it almost looked like someone had thrown a green screen in the background. It was just like beautiful white hills and everything mm-hmm. but um my friend dale drags me out he's like hey we're gonna have breakfast and we're going shooting now quick recap lynn has been trying to get me to go shooting for forever and i felt so bad i was like yeah we'll go he had to start this conversation off with i didn't cheat on you <laughs> and i'm like if you have to say that uh, i broke the ice because uh, uh if I have, you have to start off saying that right it's probably because you did cheat on somebody i have a little expended nine millimeter uh-huh. uh round and I just put it on the table, and I just look at him. I go, I didn't, I didn't cheat on you. He goes, I think you did. <laughs> we go out shooting. He Dale's got like three or four guns, uh, two rifles, really good. It was just fun. Uh, we didn't have any targets. It was kind of a windy day. We went out to the Bureau of Land Management area. That if was I'm over in Mount, saying in Mount, that correctly. That was over in Mount Charleston. Uh, this was off of. Let me let me remember. It was Sky something. Sky Canyon. Uh, Cold Creek. Oh, near the prison yeah uh my dad would go ride the quads up there all the yeah, time. yeah 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 Miracle so we out. went up there we went like maybe 10 15 minutes past the prison pulled off shot some stuff uh but it wasn't enough for me and so if if you've listened to our podcast before if you know anything about me i hate guns absolutely hate them uh as far as like the guns that shoot live ammunition i have airsoft guns i have play toy guns but i just never had an affinity for real guns so, you know, shooting with them, you know, kind of getting a quick rundown of ammunition and this, this and that. Got a few shots off. I was feeling okay. And then uh, my, my boy Dale drags me down to a gun store. What do you call it? Was it called Venture Ventura? Ventura. Ventura. I think, I think like um, Ace, Ace? Vin- Ace Ventura. Yeah, Ace Ventura. So is this Ventura gun store? Is this, I think it's a tiny little gun store in the cut. And I just saw, it felt like I walked into a GTA gun store. I was just going to see, it was just like prices pop up and I was like, yeah, I want that. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, give me some of that. It was just guns, just guns. And I don't know, it was like something primal in me woke up and it was like, I really want a gun now. I really, really want a gun now. It's terrible. It's really terrible. I felt bad. So I told Lynn and I was like, okay. So he's like, yeah, so we'll go shooting now and we're going to go look at a gun. And yeah, so I'll, you know, uh, uh, consider this uh, just, part yeah. one into a possible mm-hmm. 
journey of owning a gun? I mean, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, as, a, as, a, as a gun owner myself, especially when it comes to work and stuff like that, it's very... I, I get your concern about not wanting to have one yeah. or not Fix being... Fix it. It's right in front of my Thank face. You. Look, that's better. Good. Okay. Continue. I get your concern about not wanting to have... Um, not really be in the vicinity of what it is to actually own a gun, which mm -hmm. a lot of people don't want to. But then it's like, I'd rather have it, not need it, than need it, not have it. Yeah, and that's kind of what it boils down to. I was explaining to D the concept of knowing how to be properly trained yeah. when it comes to using a firearm. Like, yeah. anybody can go out into the desert and shoot a gun because you're going to yeah. shoot at rocks and targets. Right. And I give them the comparison of, because I am trained and I've trained before, how to use a gun more or less properly when it yes. comes to trying to disarm or right. take somebody down in a professional sense. Right. And, you know, because we, we have on our property uh, ERT, Emergency Response Team, Ooh. and all of them are ex-military, ex-law enforcement. Big words, so, sir. Yeah. Big words. They, uh, <laughs> I've gone through and, tr and seen them and, 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 and participated in some of their stuff just because I am close with these guys when it comes to training at my academy. Yeah. So if I've been told this, and this is a good aspect of it, is like if I were to put you outside and let's say 100, 200 yards, mm -hmm. you have uh, a naked homeless man running at you with a knife. Oh, and yeah. I told you to shoot that man. Yeah. Do you feel comfortable with actually being able to shoot that person accurately? No, because I can't say I people's would. stances are wrong, the way they position the gun is wrong, yeah. the way that they're pointing is wrong. Well, there's just overall panic, panic when it comes to the recoil yes. and stuff like mm -hmm. that. People tend to stay stationary, which it's like if you are actually firing a gun relatively actively, you know that you're not holding it on your side. Mm -hmm. You're you're pulling it from from your belly button line, from mm -hmm. your waist lining. You're bringing your hands up to your chest and you're pushing forward, and you're actually you're walking in in a in a sentinel kind of way mm -hmm. directing towards that right target, rather than i'm gonna walk backwards or stand still and hope that these rounds hit you're, i gotta i gotta make that 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 target mm -hmm. get closer you're the horse the in yes. a burning barn you're the horse exactly so <laughs> you know it's it's i think it's a good thing i think it's a good that everybody kind of get the experience to know what it is especially with not to scare people but this shit going on in the Ukraine. You, yeah, you just have to be realistic. You got to be realistic yeah. to come across a situation of I need to know what it is in order to protect myself and yeah. my family because I don't know what's going to happen. I was just talking to a coworker about this yesterday. He's he's um he's uh, uh, an ex marine, mm -hmm. um like old school marine. Like yeah. he's his name is well, I guess I can put his name. His name is Gil. Uh, we were just talking about this day two ago, and he is like a marine. He talks mm -hmm. very like dominantly like this all the time, and is always <laughs> yelling. But he's super friendly. That dude will take a bullet for you. Like literally, he's been shot twice. Oh, one good. in his back and one in his knee. All the Gills yeah. I've met are have been military he, for some he's, reason. He's, he's a great guy, but he um he was talking about this this shit that happened in Ukraine, which we'll touch on real quick. Yes. Um trying to convince me more or less and i get it because everybody's panicking about what's going on is that uh, and I, I know this isn't right and I, like i said i'm not the drafting age the legal drafting age in the united states is 25 and it goes all the way up until i thought it was 18 no 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 no. did 25. they push it back it's always been 25 no it was 18 18 is where you can be drafted 25 is when they stop you from being drafted uh, yeah, oh so 18, oh the cutoff yeah the cutoff, oh, okay, the cutoff I see is 18 mean. but okay. what they have now implemented is that the cutoff, if you are drafted through, is up to 38. Yeah. Doesn't mean realistically in our 32s we're getting drafted for anything. But, but he's, he's like, you know, be It still puts that because, out there. Because the pipeline got pulled out of Ukraine, and now that Russia can kind of just do whatever the fuck they want, yeah. they're pushing that there may possibly be a world. <laughs> Somebody told me, like, yeah, you know, we're going to be having World War Four coming real soon. And I sit there and stare at him like, when did we? When, where, when where, did World War Three? Where, where was World War Three? What? I mean, I mean, Return of the Jedi or Attack of the Clone Wars. <laughs> the Clone Wars, <laughs> as much as it did happen, that was in a different galaxy. I don't remember far, there being... Far away. 
Alright, but before we take this any step further, we're going to go ahead and introduce ourselves. Hello, everybody. Oh, yeah, hello, hello. I forgot that was a thing. I'm D. This is Lynn. Project Airwaves. Hello. Alright, let's just jump back into it. Okay. We had to jump out of the pool for a second. Now we're jumping back in before it gets too cold. Hey, now. It is very cold outside. It this, is. This wind. I need this weather to figure its mind out. So it was hot, then it rained, then it got windy, now it's cold. Yeah. And we're only in February. That's fucking bipolar. Like, we almost hit 80, what, almost like two weeks ago, a week I or two ago. next week, it's jumping back up to the high 70s, close to 80. Right. And then it's going to drop back down. What? What is this? Vegas doesn't have, like, know. proper transitions. It's just, like, chaotic. Well, we, we've always had just summer and winter. There is no fall and there's yes, no spring. Yes, there is, but it's a wacky, weird time in between because we don't get that smooth where it's like, oh, it was 70 today and it dropped down to 60 and then no. 50 and then 40. No, it's like, oh, it's 80. In the, like, the high of the day. So, the peak of the day, say, like, 2 p.m., it's, like, 80. You know what's going to fucking suck is, so, uh, right after my birthday, mm-hmm. I'm going to be having to go to, um, I'm going to have to be going to uh, Detroit, Michigan for about a week mm-hmm. to train new instructors to become defensive tactics yeah. and such so they can run new people. Yes. And I know the weather in Detroit has to be fucking... Oh, you're going to be booned, uh, my I think, friend. I think it's going to be probably... You better bundle up and you better make sure you uh, get some hand warmers because it's going to be snowing. I know, and then right from then and there, I go over to... Um, Bo Rivera, Mississippi, Bo Rivera, oh or Gold Gold Strike. I don't need, dude. I don't. So now you're just gonna be sweating for no reason. <sighs> the fucking yeah. I don't <laughs> know, man. Like so, two weeks of that, just dealing with the back and forth weather. I'm yes. almost guaranteed it won't even be like a COVID kind of sick. I'm probably no. I was gonna say you're gonna catch. I'm gonna something. catch something because my body's not gonna know between that and the in the in the timeline of going from three hours ahead, yeah, to two hours ahead, yeah. to back to Vegas, and then back, yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't feel realistic. Yeah, like it might just be like one big long long ass jet lag. I guess I'm not looking forward to it. I just want to get it out the fucking way. To well, be honest, yeah, because I'm not gaining anything from it. But it, hey, it's... you might meet you might meet a fine group of people. You might find somewhere you want to stay. Like you like, hey, I can move out to Detroit. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Nobody fucking moves out to Detroit. Uh, it's like it's nice over here. It's cozy. No, it's, fuck no. Sorry, Detroit, but I have no interest in moving out there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, like I, you know, like I brought up before. Um, after my brother bought his house in Prump, that's kind of where I've been fixated. Um, we go out there like once a week or so and do our other things for our other channel. Uh, but it's it's just crazy, like how the drastic difference. Like Prump is only an hour and a half drive away, but it's like. Going from Vegas, which feels like, you know, the Jetsons, to going to, and I'm sorry for any of you who live the out in Pahrump, to the Flintstones. The Flintstones. I was, but thinking, I, I was thinking about that, too. I love it, though. It's just the simple fact of it's it's your house. It's your land. You might have neighbors. You might not. And you could just do whatever you want with it. Like, that was, that was the biggest thing that just made me want to live out there. People are doing so much. They might have just a double-wide trailer, but now they have these ultra-high-wide awnings, and they have... RVs and buses and all types of random stuff. I was like, Look. I mean, the only reason why you're going out to prompt is probably to cook meth. Just throwing that out there. I mean, unfortunately, yeah, yeah. because there's nobody out there to watch you cook meth. So if you're getting your Walter White, but seeing on out as there, I don't do meth, <laughs> for me, you don't have to do the meth. But if you cook the meth, Brump is the place to go. No, no, that's he said no, no. That's He's defending his homeland in no, case he moves there. No, that's not me. I can't be that guy. Um, hey, that's what, I that's like what uh, Walter White said until he became I Breaking like, Bad. I like my hair, and I'm not going to die anytime soon. Just shave so your just hair and out. say you are the one who knocks. Yeah, science. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to jump off into uh, just a quick little topic. And mm-hmm. it's mainly because I've been curious to know if we can figure out what Lynn is afraid of. I have no fears. He says he's fearless. You have no power here. Wait, side note. 
I was going to say this before because oh, I, dear. we were thinking about, we were talking yesterday about, about doing the podcast. Yes. Oh, and, yes. Uh, you had a yeah, dream. I had, I, had, I, had a, I had a dream. I was like, that dream was so realistic and I got so excited about it because I thought something was happening to me. So I thought we could talk about it on the podcast. Oh, dear. And then I wake up and I'm like, well, that didn't really happen. But oh, tell us more. I had, from what I vaguely remember, and obviously I don't keep like a fucking dream journal or anything, but I was out hunting because what my plan is. The one thing that I really want to do this year is take my dad and my brother to go hunting. Yeah. Like actual go hunting to do, shoot something called a mule deer. Yeah. Which is, it's like a deer the size of a fucking mule. Yeah, That's why they call it. Big. Big ass fucking meat. deer. Because people don't realize this is that when you go get your food from places, they don't think about where it comes from. Oh, yeah. And, and half of it's, pro- most of it's processed. processed. It's yeah. processed. Exactly. But if you've ever had something that's like an actual game animal, yes. you notice that the color, the texture oh, yeah. of the meat is so much richer. Everything's different. It's got so much more nutrients in it because that animal's out there hoofing it and trying to survive. And they're herbivores. Yeah. So they're just constantly eating they're vitamins eating and minerals. And they're walking and training all right. the time. So you get your own meat like that yes. and you're going to feel just fucking fantastic. Well, isn't, and didn't you say you can get a lot of testosterone from red meat? Well, the thing is, is that, so they do have butchers here in town. There's a couple of them that serves game meat. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever had game meat before, there's a spot called the Butcher Block uh, right near my house, and they have game meat. And I've had pieces of meat from there and other places before, and it's just a huge difference. I like Not to go so much into details, but it's like if you eat uh, a piece of elk, like mm-hmm. steak, yeah. and let that digest for two, three hours, you are like rock hard, ready to go. <laughs> you could probably... Punch it through a wall. Wow. And, hang a, and then and hang a coat rack on wow. it. Wow. It's just there's so much energy. Because the more you know. The, the, <laughs> the amount of energy you get from an animal that was actually out in the wilderness surviving yes. opposed to it being on a farm being slaughtered yes. and being cooked. So I, I've always thought about it. You know, I, I, I'm, 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 big, I'm not big on hunting because I've never done it before, but I've been really interested. It's um, fun. I'll I think tell it, you that. I think it'll be fun. Um, but I, I was having a dream about it. <laughs> I was having a dream that, and if, I don't know where the fuck this came from. But did you see uh the Lord of the Rings the uh, oh uh, the trailer? No, 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 no. Uh, I'm talking like the, old, the Hobbit. No, I never saw it. Uh, so the elves when they would ride out, they would ride out. There was one elf that was the head of all the elves. Yes, and he rode out on a giant elk with these massive horns. That was his. Was horse. that Smith? And my. N- that was Lord of the Rings the original one. Yeah. Uh, the Hobbit was obviously. Oh, was it, oh yeah, it was, pre, it was yeah, a prequel. So okay, so they might have been Smith. I don't know, but they don't. Yeah. They didn't ride horses. They were right. riding fucking deers. And yes, because they were nature nymphs. We much. were hunting, and for some reason, we're we're, we're riding oh, fucking no. deers. Did you shoot an? Oh. To, <laughs> <laughs> we're sitting on like my my dad is sitting on a moose. I'm riding uh, a mule deer, and I think my brother had might have had a mule deer or something what? else as well. And we're riding it out to go hunt other animals. What? And something happened where I went to go. There there, there was a mixture of like a deer and a bear just, just kind of hoofing it through the areas. <gasps> and I'm like, oh, shit. You know, that's a hybrid animal. <laughs> so I have, to, I have to kill it. I have to kill it because I need to eat it and I need to know what I'm going to do with it and all this, this, and this. And as I get over there, this animal stands up on its hind legs and it looks over at me and it, it smells me because animals can smell downwind. Downwind, yeah. Pretty fucking far. So because for some fucking reason, this, this monstrosity of an animal, half deer, half bear, like man bear it was pig. A deer bear pig. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a deer bear pig. It decides to start running on, running towards me with its, oh, with its, on its hind legs. You were fucking with Sasquatch. Yeah, <laughs> sprinting towards me, breaking through everything. So I panic because I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want my dad and my brother to get killed. Yeah. So I, I, 
I kick my my what? my elk in in on the side with my spurs, and yeah. we start galloping towards <laughs> this thing. Start having a and I'm firing rounds at this thing, and this thing is just like it's so epic. I have like <laughs> like like Fabio hair, so my hair is just majestically just flowing in the wind, like the Old Spice guy. What like I'm happening? riding, like I'm half centaur, <laughs> riding with this thing, and then I get to the point where I'm about to go shoot it, and I fall off. And all of a sudden, my 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 deer took off a different direction. My yes. dad, my brother, still in the back. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Run away! <laughs> I'm like, no. So I'm sprinting towards this thing with my rifle, still trying to fire rounds. And this bear elk is just blowing out trees, moving shit out the way. It gets right to me, and then I don't know if you've ever seen Skyrim, where you fight a a, a troll for the first time. Oh yeah, and. Obviously, you're not at the level you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So when it hits you, you just it just all. sends you into space. That's what happened to me. He hit me, and then I got an out-of-body experience of my body ragdolling out into space, and then I woke up. And I was like, well, that's not something that could have happened. Okay, Pocahontas, the last airbender. I, 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 don't, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that was. I don't know what I ate before I went to sleep, but that was quite the story. So Sorry. Wow. I was going to talk about that in the podcast as if it had happened to me, and then it didn't happen. I think, to me we're, I was I think they're going to want to know more about your dreams, bro. I think bro. I just need to stop taking the, the red pill and go back to taking the blue pill. I, I don't know. Pill. Maybe you should take the purple pill. I don't think you're the purple pill. Well, I'm you colorblind, know? so all the pills look the same color. Wait, anyways. so technically, if you take the blue pill, it's not like taking fire. I don't think that's how the blue pill works. And I'm that's what makes you wake up? It's all the work. blood flow? <laughs> <laughs> Either that or the bear meat. It's <laughs> Okay, so what is it that you wanted to talk about today? So, I wanted to talk about fears and phobias. Yes. Uh, And like I said, mainly because, uh, one, it's not something most people, it's not a topic most people are readily ready to talk about and are comfortable talking about. So, I wanted to go ahead and just, you know, fan all my dirty laundry out there to some extent and and kind of talk about some of the fears and phobias I have. And then we're going to get Lynn to think real hard. Because he's pretending like he's Judge freaking Dread over here. And we're going to think real hard about some of the fear and or fears that he may have. All right. So I'm going to pull up two of my fears. Okay. And I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can read the definition to you so that way you get a better Wait, understanding. What are your fears? <sighs> what are you afraid of? Don't laugh. I mean, I can't have food in my mouth, but I can't promise you that. I'm afraid of height. Oh, um, what is that called? And I do believe that's called acrophobia. Acrophobia? Like I an think acro- so. Like an acrobat? Yes, yes, it's called acrophobia. You know what? Heights suck. I'm not a fan of them, but I'm not afraid of them. No, this isn't. No, so okay. Oh, you know what? I know that of you because yes. we had this story about when we went cliff jumping. Yeah. And it took almost like half the day yeah, to, to get, get you jump. And mind you, I was listening to show that I'm not afraid of heights is that we were jumping off. We've had this story before. If you yes. were a previous listener of us going to uh, Nelson's Landing, yes. they had the 40-foot jumping spot, mm-hmm. the 60-foot jumping spot, and an 80-foot. Uh, and no, the 80-foot we had the, so much. We yet. were at... The basic one. We 40, were 40 yeah. feet. But 40 feet in the air is still relatively fucking no, high. No, good. People. And I remember <laughs> you took so long to do it. And then for some odd reason, you had to slap me in the chest. Yes. To yes. jump off. To, to knock the off. wind out of me. <laughs> and then you go and hit the water and almost drown. I'm like, well, can't save you because I have no oxygen in my body because you deprived it of me. Yes. Yeah. So, well, then that's what's funny. that So, uh, I was very sheltered as a child. I, you know, my mom was trying to make sure I never got hurt, never broke anything, never blah. So as I got older and I realized, you know, life is like a box of chocolates. I was just like, <laughs> I need to take advantage of opportunity. So right around the time I m- moved, well, me and Lynn. You said rada rada. Rada rada. Right around the time? Rada rada rada. Rada rada rada. So right around the time me and Lynn moved out together um, was around like 1920. No. I'm a year older than you. You were older. So you were like, no, because we were drinking. When we moved in, we, I 
barely gotten out of high school. Yes. I'm talking barely. And I graduated when I was when we start drinking? 18. Was that before 21? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't I mean, before yeah, 21? I mean, yeah, we were drinking yeah. before 21. Yeah. No, because I was probably 18. I remember when I tried to impress Notch. We were like, I don't know, 12, 13. I was like, yeah, I like Colt 45. <laughs> and then Raymond just dug into me. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> he was... <laughs> oh, good times. So, yeah, we were about 19, 20-ish. We were, we were kind of getting into more of the teenage life where it was like, I just moved out of my mom's house. I'm experiencing ultimate freedom. I'm blowing most of my check on dumb shit. So we would not only have a lot of parties, but we would go on a lot of random ass adventures. Hell random. And I think, was it Megan that brought up the cliff jumping thing or was it her friend? No, it was, it was Megan and Jesse. Megan and Jesse. Yeah, Megan and Jesse. Yeah. So they brought up going cliff diving, blah, blah, blah. Now, so you know about my first fear, my fear of heights. Okay, so now we're going to go into my second fear, my fear of large bodies of water. Oh, so you had two of the worst. Oh, that. yeah, I have quite a few. All right, so it's called thalassophobia. It's called a what now? <laughs> what is it? It's called thalassophobia. Thalass? Th- thalassophobia. Thal, like T-H or T-I? T-H-A-L. A-S-S. Phobia. The lias. Oh, phobia. It's stupid. Shut up. It's real. Okay. So that is an individual's fear of deep water. Okay. So now, like he said, we were cliff dump, cliff dumping. Mm-hmm. Wow. Just taking dumps off cliffs. That's the only way you can do it. We were cliff jumping. So not only have I, do I have a fear of heights, but I also have a fear of large, deep bodies of water. So as you know, if you go cliff jumping, you have to jump into a large, deep body of water or else you're going to break all your bones. So I'm one of those people where I'm, uh, I was afraid of a lot of stuff growing up. And so I just decided to kind of take my fear by the balls and punch it in the face and just run. So I've trying, I, you know, trying to find little ways to face my fears. So that's what kind of led into that story that kind of had very little background or pretext because I just said, you know, I almost drowned, but that's why I almost drowned. I had not only had jumped off an extremely high height, I was now in a large body of deep water. And so my all of my fears, that, or at least those two. Colorado River? No, where we were? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's the Colorado River. I thought River. it was Lake Mead? Hmm. No, Lake Mead leads into the Colorado River, wow. which is behind. Uh, you know, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. I was because just there, there was There was boats out there. There were bo- boats out there, yeah, there, as a matter of fact. The Colorado. Like, I don't so, even think now. I've been out there in forever, but you've seen the water levels of how bad Lake Mead is. Oh, yeah, it's so terrible. Low. I'm sure that spot in Nelson's Landing. I, oh, it's I gone. didn't mind jumping back then because I knew the body of water was deep. Yeah. I wouldn't do it now no. because the water's probably gotten so low. I would be afraid I'd probably hit something. Yeah, yeah, especially on the way down because we were really close to the rock phase. So I feel like to go forward with when it comes to these phobias, the reason why people tend to have them is because they've never been an experience to get out of them. Not necessarily. I never had an issue continue. with heights because I've done that yes. stuff i've jumped around in, in relatively high areas um and i've never been afraid of water because my mom used to be um she used to i think it was either she was a lifeguard yeah um back in Ohio. i do remember that way back when you she, told me so she taught me how to swim so i can tread water relatively well and I, i'm like a freaking dolphin i can swim for quite some time um without having to feel like a sink the one time that i was ever afraid <laughs> Was when this uh, individual decided to drag me into the depths of hell because he couldn't stay afloat. Yes, well, and a lot of that came from the panic because I had already established the fact. Now, I can swim. I just prefer not to, but I can. I was swimming. You know, I got a good halfway, eh, three quarters of the way. It is after you had seen Rob swim across and that man was like three, four hundred pounds. Yeah, and he just made it look like. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, you whatever. Know, whales can tread water for what a very got, long what, what kind of messed me up towards the end was I let my panic kick in, my fear. Mm-hmm. Wow. And so I wasn't treading water properly. I wasn't kicking properly. I wasn't thinking straight. I wasn't breathing when I should have. So I'm hyperventilating in the middle of the what felt like the ocean mm-hmm. for me. You know, I feel like an astronaut oh in the my ocean. Gosh, <laughs> no, yeah. This is an astronaut ocean. So that's what that's you know about going down in the deep. Yeah, look, that's I don't want to know. Okay, Adele can stay there. Have fun, mm-hmm. darling. I'm I'm good. So that's what a lot of uh you know things that hurdles that hold me back when it comes to doing more fun stuff was I was uh, so afraid of my own fear that I just decided I needed to overcome it. So I would do semi stupid stuff or half you know half thought things and blah. So you know there's uh, there's one more fear. Mm. There's one more fear I got. You got arsenal fears. Uno mas. Okay, we're going to look up this one. And this one comes with an explanation because I don't want to hear no flack from nobody. What are we looking at? What do you got? <sighs> Fear of the dark. Are you afraid of the dark? <sighs> I'm not afraid of the dark. <laughs> so it's, it's one of those things where because I'm an empath, uh-huh. I feel, I need to feel everything. I need, And so and it's kind of weird how your sight kind of is an affirmation mm-hmm. of what's around you. Mm-hmm. So if the lights were to go out right now, everything would be fine because I could feel you in the room. I know you're here. I can Mm -hmm. feel your presence. That's how I am. It's when I'm in the dark and there's no one around and I can't feel anything. Hmm. Then that's when my mind starts going nuts because I don't know. It's almost like it's reassuring to know somebody else is in the room with you. Yes, I I get it because I'm the same way. The reason why I mean D Link so well is because I am empathetic. I'm I'm my mother's child. I know I don't advertise it very well to a lot of people around me. I can be very hard and cold at the same time, like a not giving a fuck attitude, which is just I've put that persona up to shield myself from hurting from other people's right. emotions because right. my empathy puts me in a rut. Yeah, uh, you know I'm like I said, I'm a mother's child. I can get depressed just as quick as somebody else. But mm-hmm. when I get down there, I'm stuck down there. Right. So I've pulled myself out of this level to not be like my mother and make sure that I harden every aspect of what exactly if i'm afraid of something i'm gonna put myself in it i was afraid of snakes after that incident (laughs) i've been afraid of snakes and then look what i did i went and bought a fucking boa constrictor a pretty decent sized boa constrictor who had already bit me twice and when i got bit i was like this isn't as scary as I thought it was. No, so but I'm I got not that. gonna I got, own a fucking stink. Like I've this. just same thing with firearms. I wasn't a fan of firearms. Yes. I put myself in that aspect of being around firearms. Yes. I've gotten to this point where I don't want to have some fear control what it is that exactly. I'm doing. Exactly. I do not like flying, but I'm flying all the time now. Yeah. It's there's things that I do not like. There's a lot of things that I don't like. I don't want to be pessimistic about it anymore. I'm just I'm, I'm real with what it is. There are a lot of things that I don't like, but there is infinitely nothing that i am really afraid of because that would require me to have never to have no aspect to want to do anything Mm -hmm. i will do anything at least once Mm -hmm. and that's just for a growing aspect i don't want to be in this my 50s or 60s or 70s barely being able to walk me like fuck i wish i had done this yeah i'm like i'd rather do it now as long as i know it's not gonna like kill me kill me right. like i know it's like a a, a none for none kind yeah. of thing yeah um like some people are like um uh my boy uh sh- you know shout out to chris one of our patrons hey. uh his birthday's coming up this week so we're gonna, we're gonna be going to uh brian head yeah he nice wants, he wants to go snowboarding nice 
haven't done we've it. We've never. Haven't done it. No. We used to go up to Brian Head all the time. So yeah. we're in the exact same spot. Right. My dad had the cabin. Yes. And we're going to be going up to Brian Head. That's going to be exciting. And I'm down to snow, but, you know, I've heard a lot of people get fucked up and yeah. die from that shit. Uh, yeah, if you go off your beaten path. You're, you're going pretty fast. You know, you get all bruised and beaten and stuff like that. Yeah. And it's like with my profession, like for the next few days, I'm going to be doing, um, I'll be riding a bike. Right. Which I was just talking to you about that. Like, right. not to anybody listening, I mean, excluding you, Rios. I love you, but. That's your job now. Um, <laughs> riding uh, a bike is something that not a lot of us do in our later years. Yes. Especially in Vegas. Everybody drives or takes the bus. Right. So riding a bike is like, I was riding one today to get prepared to go train to become a bike instructor for mm-hmm. the other properties. And I'm going to be doing the next few days. And yeah, you know, it made me a little nervous, but I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to go do that shit yeah. anyways. So snowboarding will be the same thing. Yes. yes it makes me nervous, but I'm not going to stop it from. Well, and I think. And well, and you make a good point. I think there's a difference mm-hmm. in having a fear or a phobia of something as opposed to letting something hold you back. Yeah, and I th- feel like I don't know how to say that I'm afraid of something yes. because I it, don't, it almost it makes you sound like you surrendered yeah, to the fear. You're surrendered to that fear, yes. and like you said, of it, and that, that that's a good aspect of it. Like it'll hold you back to ever go out to an ocean and swim to because, an extent. Because yes, you know the body of water; it's gonna right. fucking panic you. Right. To like, I'll never not try to do it. Yes. May I may not like it. Yeah, probably not. Right. I'm not gonna be ideal about it, but it's not gonna be like, oh fuck, I'm so afraid I can't do this. I feel like people put fear in this aspect of it scares me to not wanting to do anything at all opposed to, mm, you know, it's not, I don't like it, but fuck it. Let's well, try I once. think that's the more extreme side of things because I mean, you, like we just discussed, I have these phobias, but I, while I will hesitate to, to act on them, I will eventually mm-hmm. I'll make it work. And so like, by the way, Three me and you, years later. me and you are going skydiving. That's, that's on my bucket list. Yeah, so down. before we're 40, I think that'd be fun. I would rather skydive than bungee jump. Oh, because no, I know no. bungee F jumping, that. there's too no. much, chance and you know nah. what you're getting more out of the skydiving right then and you know there's 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 a spot here in town yes so there's, 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 there's a few there's, there's a few here in town i was just talking to one of my coworkers about that and she was saying that um she had gone skydiving like a year or two ago and she said it is expensive and it's worth it though. but it's worth it it's worth it and it's you're, worth you're, you're it. in the air for not not that it's long, a few minutes it's a few minutes mm-hmm. it's a few, it's not like 30 i think you're in the air for like all of five yeah. maybe 10 minutes I or so would, a hundred percent. And they recorded, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm down." Yeah, I would. I gotta do that because that's 100%. my ultimate fear is falling out of a plane, and that's what I mean. Like when it comes to having fears and phobias, it, it's one of those things. Like for me, I'm afraid of the dark because my brother traumatized me when I was younger. No, mm-hmm. none of that weird stuff. <laughs> he would because he's six years older than me, and he was just a jerk. He would uh, like if I was laying under the blanket because I like to just hang out on the floor a lot. If I was laying under the blanket, he would pull the blanket over me mm-hmm. and then block off all the exits. In the blanket. I, I remember I used to, when I was younger, I used to fight with my mom because I used to try. She would have to put a shirt over my head and I would panic mm-hmm. because I would think I couldn't breathe and I would be afraid of something. I would be claustrophobic mm-hmm. my mother's claustrophobic. And I would get in a panic because she would throw it on and I would just start freaking out. <laughs> and in my head now, I'm like, why, yeah, yeah, why the fuck am I doing that? Like, why am I freaking out over having to have my head closed for a second? But I'm also, not that I'm afraid of it, but you're not going to get a lot of individuals that are going to be able to go to a cave. Yes. where it's so small right. where it's like your chest is pinned against the wall yes. kind of stuff because you can't because you told me about one of your climbing expeditions and yeah there's was, there for was, me no yeah there i can't was, do it. i remember this was when i had left one of the retail companies i'd worked with and i knew about the spots because you remember uh he was a friend of uh of, of, of nisha jeff jeff eddings you remember him jeff who jeff they used to call him jeff, jeff. fafal 
No, no. He was one of the kids that we used to hang out with. He was always shredded, and he would always tie his shirt around his neck, so we used to call him, like, Super Jeff. Yeah, Jeff yeah. Fafal. Is that? Well, That's what I call Okay, well. So whatever. He was the one who showed me that place a long time ago, and it's a cave somewhere here in town. I don't know where the fuck it's at. It might be Lone Mountain. Probably not. No, I don't feel like it's Lone Mountain. I can't remember where it's at, but that cave, the way that it is, it's a cave inside of a cave. Oh. It's, a, it's a mountain inside of a mountain. Mm-hmm. So there's a bunch of jagged edges, and it peaks all the way up inside the mountain, so you get to a point where you're literally, your chest is pinned up against the rock, Yeah. and your back is on the wall, yeah. and you're having to slide over and down no. in order to get to the other side. No. The thing is, is that you can't stop. You yeah. can't go backwards right. because you your body gets stop. stuck that way, so you have to push forward. Right. And those are like, yeah, it sucks, Yeah. But did I die? No. No. But see, for me, I have to be realistic. I know those are tight spaces for little people. Yes and no. I mean, I really, you know how far your body can push. And if exactly. you were locked in a panic, even big people would get out of that spot. You would. You would. But you're going to have some scrapes and bruises you didn't intend for. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's true. That's, that's, true. that's my only thing. It's, it's not a matter of, oh, I'm afraid to just do it at all. It's what if I get stuck? Mm-hmm. What if I get pinned in? Now, what this if is I the can't biggest move? thing, and I've learned more than ever. And I used to be like this when I was a lot younger. I hate with a passion the what ifs yeah. because if i live my life on what if yes. all the time i'll never do anything right so i will never and that's one of my primary rules is i will never live on a what if if yes. i look at something and you see disaster going around and i start thinking of well fuck what if this goes wrong what if that happens what if this i'll never do it what opposed to i'm not saying yolo is the thing to of go. course you only <laughs> once, but it's like let's just fuck it let's give it a try yeah worst case scenario this happens best case scenario is this if i display too many what ifs it stops me from enjoying the moment that actually pushes through and i I hear about it a lot from people where they're like you know i've never done anything until i've you've shown me this or or vice versa and it's like yeah because i would like to be that person that pushes like equivalent to go shooting a gun exactly or going skydiving i'd like to be that person to experience that with because chris you know when we go this will be his first time snowboarding cool yeah i'd like to experience that with you right that is a very cool memorable thing right and that's what it that's what it boils down to it's am i gonna let my fear stop me from making positive memories because we wouldn't have that story to talk about that cliff diving experience would be way more boring to tell people about had i not almost drowned Mm -hmm. you know what i mean had i not tried to face my fear and ultimately panic but had i not tried to face my fear in general you did i did it and that's what i'm saying i did it not i don't i don't focus on the fact you almost drowned no because actually the fact that i got dragged out of water by a 90 pound redhead (laughs) she dragged us both out of the water (laughs) maybe 95 pounds wet was just it, it just made it even more miraculous but and that's that's the point it's for lynn it was just a cliff diving experience for me it changed a good chunk of my life because it's like okay i'm afraid but i know i can overcome it i'm mm-hmm. afraid but i have to conquer this type situation and i i like that almost it's almost like life has just pushed me into those situations it's a good- where i have to be uncomfortable Yes. Because doing security, that was probably the biggest thing that really made me mentally force myself to deal with everything. You don't have a choice. You don't, exactly. I've been saying this a hundred times You can't check off a box and be like, no, I don't want this. I don't want that. You don't get a fucking You're security. You put on the uniform, you clock in for the day, anything's going to go down. No, I... Anything. I will not. I've gotten in fights with drug dealers, thugs, pimps, prostitutes. I've gotten in fights with everybody because you worked off of what was it the wine marketplace yeah so on the were, strip yeah, right across from city yeah, center you were all in the fucking strip so i was getting, in the, i was in the thick of it yeah, you're you know the, what i'm saying the grossest part of the you know so I, I'm, I'm i worked in the nightclub i worked in a a lgbt nightclub uh, i worked at hakasan in the yeah. mgm i remember Hakkasan, um yeah. the lgbt one's called allure it was mainly for men but it's also women there no i think it closed yeah but 
I've been forced into, and, and not to mention, I'm forced in these situations in the middle of the night. So we're talking like 2, 3 a.m. It might be me and my boy, or it's just me. And I have to figure out, you know, I have to really bullshit my way out of a paper bag in some mm-hmm. situations to to conquer a situation. It builds so character. It builds character. So, you know, it just, it, it further showed me that even though you're afraid of something, the best thing to do is to challenge it head on mm-hmm. as opposed to running away from it. Mm-hmm. Because like Lynn said, the what ifs can come into play and and the doubts and the the Fuck the doubts. Uh, psyching yourself up and Fuck stuff like that. Ifs. Just do it. I went ziplining. I'm, I'm Wait, where'd you go ziplining at? Uh, me and my girl, this was two years ago, I want to say. About oh, two years ago. I did the link and it was trash. No, it wasn't the link. It was off of Fremont Street. Oh, the Fremont Experience? I think. Yeah. That I want to say, yeah. Okay, I've been to that one. It was decent. I've done the link. The I couldn't one... enjoy it because I wear glasses yeah. and I had to take them off. Yeah. So it was like, It's oh, not worth, it takes longer we... to get on this damn thing and you have to it watch the tour. Yeah, we were in You're line on... for like two hours. Just dude. to ride it for what, maybe? Maybe like a, a minute, minute or two. Yeah. The one that I really want to do and I keep forgetting about it's it is Flamingo. the Rio. Yes. Yeah, the Rio. Yeah, because yeah. it's literally from building to building. And it's oh just, my God. That's your... So much higher up than, oh, than the other two. There will be urine and feces raining from above. You'll probably did, did, was it dissipate before it hits the fucking ground. <laughs> you're, you're so high up, it'll just evaporate. It'll just turn into nothing. It'll turn into dust. <laughs> so I'm like, hmm, I didn't know it was supposed to rain today. It mm, wasn't. Why is it, it, uh, it was me. <laughs> yeah, it was me. Why is, it, uh, why is the air smell of asparagus right now? That, but see, my thing is, if I want to go skydiving, that's kind of the next level before skydiving. Well, you know what, man? Let's do it this year. Why not? I'm going to I'm gonna have to say okay. Yeah, I'm going to have to say okay. Because what else do you got to wait for? Put a couple bucks together here every once in a while. We could shoot a little video while we're doing it. Oh, for the do, yeah, it, do it for the brand. For the brand. Do it for the brand. Do it for the brand. For I the say, brand, and this Scott, is the big thing, is I'm a, I'm a, not a glutton for, for, for adventure, but we I are. do enjoy. You're, we're, we're, what do they call them? Shit. It, the word was in my hand. It went away as soon as you stopped talking. Hmm. Adrenaline junkies. Yeah. We no, like the yes. thrill of a good rush. I like the feel of a good rush. And that's, that's a big thing is I like to be able to enjoy an experience that actually shows it gives me a perspective in life. And yes. it's like I want to be able to we, we spend so much time just to kind of wrap all this up. Yeah, yeah. Um we spend so much time working a nine to five. Yes. And we're spending so much time and I, I preach this a lot with a lot of people, if I can put this in the best possible aspect. We spend Monday through Friday working nine to five for a company that isn't our own. Yep. We're we're constantly having to push and grind and be yep. exhausted mentally, physically, and emotionally to make money for people. That we'll never see mm-hmm. for a company that really cares minimal to nothing about yep. you in order to collect a check. And Preach. the biggest thing that I do pride myself on that I really try, and people tell me it's that I I, I do overdo my schedule and I am constantly exhausted, is you I try the it. minute that I get off of work, I have to do something for myself. Yes. I will go to the gym because yeah. I do enjoy the gym. I will do the podcast because I mm-hmm. enjoy that. Um, go hiking. Yeah. Go 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 swimming. Go surfing. Go go snowboarding. Right. Go skydiving. I concerts. Like, yeah. That constant thing of having something to look forward to is what it is right now in our busy lifestyle. Yes. Of what it is to actually live. And it gives you it gives you shit to reflect on when you, nothing's happening. When nothing's happening, so yes. you can actually reflect on having an enjoyable life. Opposed to, I worked from January to December of 2022, and all I did was my basic nine to five. Yes. 
with with my weekends right off, where i might go drink at a bar that i forgot about and then nothing right happened. i want to go and work for something that makes me grow as an individual because i'm spending so much time working for someone that doesn't think anything about me yes so, and that leads into multiple streams of income but that's going to be on the next episode of mm, dragon ball oh z <laughs> just in case you've made it to the end thank you so much we like love and appreciate you if you haven't already don't forget to like share and subscribe if you're watching this on youtube also give us a comment feed the algorithm bump us up there to our patrons we love you thank you so much to any and all of you out there who are not a patron go ahead and check the links in the descriptions down below we have a teespring store i fixed all the links oh thank you sorry i fixed them so now when you click on our teespring link it'll take you to our merch store lynn just launched his line of merch i got my line of merch and then we have the project airwaves line so i'm sure you'll have more than enough options go ahead and pick something out show us some love you spend some money we get some money everybody's happy go ahead and check us out on all of our social media once again links in the description down below len is that all you got for today that's all me man that's all i gotta tell you what i tell you what i'll tell you what goddamn propane man. and Pro- propane, propane accessories I sell propane and propane accessories okay, dad. <laughs> Ball. i'm d this is len keep your head in the clouds keep your feet on the ground always moving forward Project Airwave signing out. We'll catch you in the next episode. You did so good. Did real good.